This morning at 10 o'clock, there's a hearing in a House committee dealing with a proposal to ban certain types of firearms like semi-automatic rifles, pistols, shotguns, and the like. want to hear from you at some points throughout the rest of the week. We will uh, be uh, highlighting what's discussed at the hearing, uh, but what's expected, at least from a news release that Bob Morgan has put out, they're going to have leading data experts, researchers to testify on policy, uh, and some of the uh, data experts coming from, you know, crime labs or uh, from uh, different types of groups like Chicago Cred or uh, the Pritzker administration's Illinois Department of Human Services. Uh, so those are just some of the various voices we expect to hear at the hearing. Uh, but what's fascinating is um, you know we have yet to hear, at least in these hearings, uh, from the opponents of this. And you can see that the opponent list is pretty healthy, uh, especially when you consider uh, how many people are filing for witness slips at uh, the website my.il.ga.gov, or rather my.ilga.gov. Uh, if you find the hearing here, you'll see that uh, there's only about 3,000 proponents and more than double that in opposition. That's just for this hearing that's happening today. Uh, there were uh, tens of thousands of witness slips that were filed for Monday's hearing, uh, and the opponents outweighed the proponents of the bill. But what's going on? Who are we going to hear from eventually? Uh, will those who are in the gun industry, will those who are supporting gun rights in Illinois, are they going to be heard at these committees? Uh, let's talk now with uh, one of those individuals. Uh, he is is Dan Eldridge is um, with uh, Maxson's uh, Shooter Sports, but also with Federal Firearms Licensees of Illinois. Uh, thanks for taking time with us, and let's get right into it. Uh, talk about where you guys are at on this, and are you going to be negotiating at all? Thanks, Greg. Good morning. Uh, no, we're we're not here to negotiate uh, this. Data experts, uh, the testimony, it doesn't matter. This is simply unconstitutional. Uh, in a, in a post-Bruin world, uh, you just simply are not allowed to do this kind of stuff anymore. Well, and, and talk a bit more about that if you can. I mean, can you just do away with civil rights in the U.S. Constitution's Bill of Rights, the Second Amendment, if you say, here's data that supports this particular effort? Is that is that ever... Uh Not this time. Uh, the laws were there in Highland Park. Illinois has a red flag law. Highland Park has an assault weapons ban. Twice the Highland Park police did their job, issued a clear and present danger letter to the ISP when the offender made threats of violence and had weapons removed from his home. 
yet his father signed off on his getting a FOID card and the ISP issued one. So where's the accountability for that? Why are law-abiding gun owners culpable for the depraved criminality of a, of a deranged individual? Dan Eldridge with uh, Federal Firearms Licensees of Illinois here with Springfield's Morning News. What are the next steps? Um, Because it looks like uh, State Representative Bob Morgan is gearing up to get this passed before uh, January 10th. Uh, Would that mean that, you know, potentially uh, a million plus people out there who may have magazines that hold more than 10 rounds are going to be, what, felons overnight? Uh, Felons if you have two. Uh, it's, you'll, you'll only catch a misdemeanor if you have just one, but uh, who has just one magazine? This this bill, as written, uh, has an immediate effective date. So as soon as if it passes in its current form, passes the House, passes the Senate, concurrence, and the governor signs it, uh, it, it has an immediate effective date, at least for the magazines. And so, yes, millions and millions of Illinois residents suddenly are criminals for something that they formerly possessed lawfully, committed no crimes with but it, it, it they're now felons dan um what's next now uh, if this thing does pass i mean we've heard about lawsuits uh, is it going to be a joint effort with uh you know the state rifle association and ffil or uh is it going to be uh kind of separate lawsuits how do you anticipate this uh, playing out we are building a coalition with some of the top Second Amendment uh, advocacy groups in the country. We plan on going immediately to federal court to challenge this on on three uh, fronts. The 18 to 21 restrictions, the magazines, and uh, these so-called assault weapons. So three different uh, uh, ways to attack this because they are different. And uh, we, again, will go directly to federal court, seek immediate injunctive relief, uh, temporary restraining order, pending the outcome of the litigation, and I expect that post-Bruin, we will win. And you're anticipating this would go all the way up to the U.S. Supreme Court? Probably not. The uh, After Bruin, the uh, Supreme Court uh, granted cert, vacated, and remanded back down to the lower courts. California's 10-round mag limit, New Jersey's 10-round mag limit, Maryland's so-called assault weapon ban, all those got sent back down to the lower courts with the instructions to try again after reading the Bruin decisions. So I expect that we will have uh, decisions on those very, very soon, and they won't look particularly good for, uh, for, for this Illinois uh, act if it passes. Dan Eldridge, Federal Firearms Licensees of Illinois. Something else I wanted to get your take on, uh, and that is the state of Illinois seeming to, again, year after year after year after year, at least as far back as I went, a good five, six years, uh, we continue to have the most... Uh, NCIS federal uh, firearm background checks. Uh, what's that all about? That does not equate to uh, a, a, a record number of Illinoisans buying guns. I'm sure there's a lot of Illinoisans buying guns because of uncertainty from a variety of things, including this proposed gun ban. But uh, why do we have that many uh, background checks in Illinois? That's actually just a technical detail of of how the FOID cards are background checked. Uh, So a lot of those are concealed carry and and FOID card pings uh, at the NICS database. Um, When you adjust the numbers for those, which the National Shooting Sports Foundation does, you get a much more accurate number. But your conclusion is is still correct. Uh, We are seeing record numbers of Illinoisans apply for FOID cards. Uh, We continue to grow the ranks of concealed carriers. And the sales of firearms and training continue to uh, sustain levels not seen pre-pandemic. 
So obviously a lot of things going to be happening here. We'll keep a close eye on what's happening and uh, moving forward. hope we can uh, connect with you um, as we watch this thing unfold. Dan Eldridge, uh, he is with Federal Firearms Licensees of Illinois. He's also owner of Maxon Shooters Supply and Displays. Thanks so much for taking time with us today. Thank you, Greg. It is Springfield's Morning News on 92.7 WMAY, Springfield's News and Talk.